0: and we're live. Let's talk about it. Do, 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 do. you remember that song? No. It's song about the after party. Don't stop.
1: You don't even know. Hey,
0: louder. <laughs> <laughs> Aisha, have, have you
1: have you met any new black people this week?
0: Well, as I was mumbling mm-hmm. the lyrics to, I believe the name of the song was The After Party. Okay. I met a handful.
1: A handful of
0: a handful of people of color. Okay. At, um, I went to a holiday party this past weekend. I saw former coworkers there, um, including the one black man that worked at the company when I was there. Uh, but then there was an after party, and wouldn't you know? That all of the women of color, somehow all congregated, including myself. Of course. And, of course. And we just had ourselves a grand old time where we were repeatedly being shushed because we were too loud uh, for the neighbors. Um, what neighbors? That, the other party we ours? No, the people in the other house, like oh. beside us. Okay. Uh, Actual neighbors. The other party please. But I'm like, what kind of of silent party bullshit is this? But the point is, um, we had a grand old time. It was, you could see that, you could tell that everyone was sort of like relaxed and happy to just be themselves, if you will, um, in our little POC bubble. Um, And it was wonderful. My soul was so grateful for it. I actually had to be literally put over my boo's shoulder to, to leave the party because I did not want to go, but he, he he on the other hand, did. Um, I might've had a couple drinks, but you know, whatever. Um, good times were had, good times were had. Right, and someone know. even commented on, wow, I'm not the darkest person at this party. And I was like, isn't it always amazing when that happens in Portland? But anyhow, shout out to him. Uh, how about you?
1: Did you meet any? These, these are things people? that can only be said in specific company and be okay. <laughs> so true so true <laughs> i don't advise everyone take on that uh no mm. that, that uh, might not work out for you no <laughs> no i don't so <clears throat> you know i've been you know we're doing the amazon tech thing still yes ooh i feel okay so we got an update who's the new one so we built an elliptical for this this lady okay she looked pretty well off okay. she seemed to be a hoarder but oh. Um, that wasn't my issue. She was very loud and very wrong. Oh, see, it's okay to be loud, but not wrong and loud at the same time. Oh, she was loud and wrong. And as soon as she saw black people, she let her whole guard down because she was also a black woman. Okay. And decided that she could be loud and wrong in our company. And that was okay. Oh, no. She got real comfortable real quick. Real comfortable real quick. This woman does not like foreigners. Specifically, Indian people. She is l- literally in the "they're taking our jobs" camp. They're taking our jobs. Yeah, she said that she supports 45's ban because it keeps them out. Which oh. I think she needs to do some research, because, um, you know, I just, you know, she just needs to do some research. Um, but she seemed like she's from a generation where somehow she managed to pull herself up by the bootstraps, My. and so she feels like. She feels like she's right about everything um, and wanted to let Mm -hmm. us know. She told us about all the opportunities that we were missing out on, gave us all the tips and tricks on how we could get more jobs and make more money. So um, we're just doing this to help out someone and their company. Um, Mm -hmm. This isn't isn't like a, I'm doing this. No, it is not. (laughs) And then I mean not, not that a, you have to explain yourself to anyone. And I <laughs> I never do.
0: Um,
1: and you know, when these folks talk to us, we don't explain that at all. Um, but it's none of their business or their I a didn't job? appreciate that she assumed that we were just trying to that we needed her assistance in succeeding as black people. Like I hated that, yeah. and it's definitely a generational thing. Like my mom does that too, where every time I get on the call with her. She tells me how I. She tells me at least five ways that I could make more money, whether they be good ideas or not. <laughs> um,
0: and it's one thing to expect that from your own mama, yeah, but from, mom. This, from, from this from this from this complete stranger. Nah, sis, nah.
1: Yeah, um, but she had a very loud and wrong phone call. Ugh where she was just ragging on Indian people and it was just a lot. And like, I think there was like steam coming out of my ears. Wow. Um, because that is a challenge to be, because you were there professionally. I was there and professionally.
0: So for you to, it's not as if you were online at the supermarket and overheard someone speaking reckless, which would have been a different setting. I don't know whether or not how you would have responded would have been different. But the fact is when you're in a professional setting... You know, you you still trying to get paid out here in these streets, um, mm-hmm.
1: and also it wasn't. None of this was in my name. Like, if I caused it, mm-hmm. a ruckus, it would have impacted some people that I love in a very negative way. And yeah. she seems like the type of person that would go the miles and go. Yeah, the- no, I get that. Yeah, she would. She would make. She would go out of her way, like. She, she was like, oh, y'all black, so I'm just going to give y'all five stars. It's like, that's not how this works. Give Whoa, us five stars need, so we did a good job. Because we did a good earn. job. I need to earn. Yeah, right. because
0: it's that same thinking that allows for those t-shirts to be $50 that you just screen printed just because you black. I'm not buying your $50 screen printed shirt that says melanated on it. And then I receive it and it's some hard ass fruit of the loom that ain't even got no polyester in it or mold all. Anyway, the point is, You don't get to get by just because you're Black. You need to show up and do the right work. Speaking of which, this makes me think of my Yas Queen. So just let me know when you're ready. Because my Yas Queen earned her five stars, if you will. Not that y'all didn't. Not that
1: y'all didn't. I don't know if you remember me talking about that school, TM Landry, where he was lying on college. I felt like this woman was one step away from that. Where, because she, I guess, is in a position to like pre-screen people at her job. And she'd be like, she was telling us about it, and She's like, yeah, you know, they don't get the simple questions right. But if they're Black, I'll put them through. And it's like, that's not how this works. No, that is the, um, what's that school
0: system issue? No one left behind or something? Yeah. No child left behind? That's that foolishness right there. Don't just give people the upgrade just because they family. No, nah, that's like, not how this works. She is
1: really rooting for everybody Black. And I get that. Like, I'm also rooting for everybody Black. But I'm not going to... Let me show you how you pass this test.
0: Yeah. So that in the future you actually earn this and there's some integrity behind your success. Because and you're also, doing no you one any people... favors by letting them show up for a task that they're actually not ready for. And because if they then do a bad it...
1: job, it reflects poorly, right? Exactly. Exactly. A mess. So yes, that was my <laughs> that was my black person for the week. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it, fix it like, Jesus. Fix it. Fix it like Please, Jesus. fix it like Jesus. Dang. All right. Who are you? I'm
0: Laura Solis. And I'm feeling great today. Are even you? Even though it's raining outside.
1: It's raining here too. Actually, Weather twins.
0: <coughs> yes. But it's always going to be raining here for the next like five months. Oh, that so, sucks. There's that.
1: There, there's that. Okay, or at least it'll be cloudy. How
0: about you? Who, who are you, ma'am?
1: I am Aisha McGowan, and I'm feeling pretty okay as well. Yeah, okay. doing
0: your good. Hair, your hair be popping. Your curls be popping
1: today. I deep conditioned. Um, okay. And it, okay, it's been in a, it's been in braids for not like small braids, but two plaits. It's
0: I been... have never used the word plaits until YouTube.
1: Is that a term that you used
0: regularly in your it's life? It's a
1: southern thing, yeah. Plats and okay. braids are not the same.
0: To me, the word plat does not come out naturally. I would never say the word plat because mm-hmm. I I'm not even sure I'd be using it correctly. Um, but I would say that's that is certainly a more American, black American term than braids. Because yeah, it's all braids mm. or cornrows, any- you know, whatever. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so this
1: week who is up for yes queen?
0: Channing Dungey. Former ABC Entertainment president. She is now uh joining Netflix as their VP of original content. And yes, Channing Dungey is a black woman, despite what you may have thought when you heard the name. Her parents knew what they were doing. They were setting her up for those resumes because her resume is quite lengthy she has certainly earned her way to this position unlike indian lady hater indian hating lady who mm. is just passing people along because they look a certain way a whole um, mess. but i did appreciate that a lot of folks who have been giving giving her her praises that are within the company are saying you know we're delighted to have her because of her expertise, her leadership, her deep experience with um, Netflix and you know things of that sort. Because they're, they're letting you know that she has all of the necessary experience to actually be in this role. Um, she's the same person who famously canceled ABC's revival of Roseanne. Um, oh yes, queen. Yes, which is just snaps all around. Snaps all around. Blocked it. God, she was like blocked no, it. We cannot have this. So yeah, that is
1: my yes queen of the week. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Um, go for it, girl. Boss out, girl.
0: Girl. Ah! Okay. So in South Africa, they have this chicken spot called Chicken Licking. And uh, I guess they have a burger called the Big John. Uh, not right. related. Not At related. the chicken spot. At the chicken spot, they have a burger called the Big John. Okay. Which is, for whatever reason, I don't know the, the history of Big John. Mm. But the advertisement has been banned because it is a spoof on colonialism. So this uh, commercial which is two minutes long, which makes me think to myself, how long are commercials in other parts of the world? But anyway, um, you see this gentleman who is from a tribe in South Africa who has essentially been able to conquer all of the living creatures of the sea. And then he just gets bored with the challenges the sea brings to him and he winds up in Holland. And he decides that he is going to conquer or colonize, if you will. And he decides he's going to name it Europe, Europe. And that is the story of how Big John, no, sorry, this I forget the guy's name. How he went on, and he is blacky black, goes on to conquer the whitey whites. No,pe that's not good. The people of Holland. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Wow. I was, I was I was trying to do the. <laughs> my apologies. Um. But that is how he somehow that is related to the burger. I'm actually still not sure how colonizing Holland turns into a burger called the Big John. But maybe that's why called John. I don't know. I don't well, know. He was I Big John,
1: wasn't he? Like that. No, was,
0: he had a, a a native name, like native to the tribe he was from. Oh, so South that's just all kinds of. So his name, name is. I don't think his name is actually John. Okay, um, but maybe I'm wrong. But the point is they didn't let that commercial go but it's on youtube um, it, on chicken it, got, Lickin, seen it. on chicken lickin's website or or on their channel so uh yeah 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 i just wanted to share share that and actually that's been a bit of a trend and i don't know whether or not that show made it on hbo that was supposed to be like what if yeah slavery what slavery the... had
1: not been abolished i believe oh oh yeah of them. they they shut that shit down i think it was i be... wanted to
0: see that I, because I'm just like, huh, I wonder what people... Yeah,
1: think like- you wanted to see it, but I think there are a lot of things in play, like who was making the show and how it was being made. Wait, I thought like- there were
0: Black people. Not that all Black people have a right to you know, portray things because they might not have... Well, obviously, it would not have been historically accurate. But anyway, um, I, I would have...
1: I, 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 knew- uh, I thought it was the same people as Game of Thrones. It was the same people as some other... Big show. Um, for some
0: reason, I thought it was black people, and for that, that gave me like a moment to at least entertain the idea of watching them. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, but that um, the point is, the colonialism thing has been a a bit of a trend, like spoofing it. But I haven't seen that be successful.
1: Yeah, it's the same why. showrunners as Game of Thrones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, they could be black. I don't know. I just assume they weren't just because the way Game of Thrones is set up. but Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, but they shut that down. And I'm not mad about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I'm, I am curious to know that that you brought that up. This is a, a mind boggling idea for me. I don't know if there have been any black communities or like, people of color communities that have colonized white spaces. Has that happened? Is that a thing? Do we know about that? I'm gonna look it up. Not right now, but at my in my own Time yeah. and leisure. I'm very curious. I I have to imagine that at some point in history, right? Like, do we just not As, have the colonizing gene? Is that
0: <laughs> damn? Is that,
1: um, is that purely a white thing,
0: or it's a recessive gene in black and white folks? I mean, by well, now we should have it, right? Oh man, I mean, we're all, <laughs> all right, at this point. On. Okay, cause...
1: all right. <clears throat> Us how. Oh, oh, okay. This okay. girl was supposed to go to school wearing an ugly sweater, but she didn't <laughs> want to wear the ugly sweater. So her oh. mama just put a picture of our president on a sweater. And that was the oh, ugly
0: sweater. Oh, I see what they did there. Okay.
1: It's Wait, petty the, and I
0: love it. How old is the girl? Is she like a little girl? She's a little girl. So she looks like
1: maybe like seven, oh wait this eight. is her
0: oh that is a project hallway yes girl let them know let them know we be in the PJs and we be educated we look like under. it could be a school too no no nah, that looks straight up like the projects oh no that is a school why do the projects and schools look the same
1: that's not cool that is not, that <laughs> a is lot cool. of schools look like how I imagine prisons to be but I don't spend a lot of time in prisons I'm so happy to hear that. um huh. But
0: anyway, I guess my the reason why I asked you what her age was is I was wondering if she was old
1: enough to know who 45 was. And she very well could. She yeah. does. I think her mom, who is Jamila Lemieux. I might be saying that wrong. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. if Jamila. I... Mm-hmm. Hmm. She is ah. verified on Twitter for whatever the reason. And um, she said that her daughter wants to do it with R. Kelly. They want to do R. Kelly next.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So she's she seems to be a, 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 she knows. Her mother is a writer, speaker, consultant for hire, actual millennial communications strategist. Strategist? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I guess she worked on the Cynthia for New York campaign. So anyway, mm-hmm. this week for our discussion topic, We wanted to use this whole Cardi B, Offset, whatever it is, as a launch point. It is foolery. As a launch point to talk about um, the And Offset has been known to to step outside his marriage on many occasions. And Cardi has decided she doesn't want to be a part of it no more as of now. And um, Offset doesn't like this very much and has made... Been very vocal about trying to get her back, going as far as to, I'm gonna say, interrupt one of her live performances yes. while so she's on at her stage. job. Show he up, he up, showed at, her up job. at her job and had had a whole crew of folks roll some poorly made signs onto a stage that said, uh, "What does it say, Cardi, take me back, please," or something like that. I don't remember the exact. Oh, words. because in this freeze frame,
0: it looked mm-hmm. like it says something about "take me backwards," and I'm like, "What? This don't make me no." It
1: was that was I don't remember the exact words, <laughs> but those, those that was the the feeling like "take me back, take offset back." Mm-hmm. And he, at her he, job, at her job, he interrupted her show, made a whole spectacle on her stage. Somebody gave this man a microphone, and it appears that she was not having it, and he walked away, and his crew came and rolled the little signs away, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that was that. Um, And that bothers me because it's like, don't show up at her job. Like, first of all, I understand that your whole relationship has been quite public. I get that. Mm -hmm. But the public thing that we know right now is that Cardi wants her space. Mm -hmm. Give her that. And if this is staged, who knows? Celebrities be doing whatever they want to be doing. Um, And they have lied to us before about their relationship which again is not really our business, but what they have shared with us has not always been truth. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's a lot of performative parts of their relationship, but regardless of if it's performative or not, this is setting an example for a lot of people and a lot of youths and a lot of relationships Mm -hmm. and Mm couples who are looking at them as to how you deal with, we'll call it a separation. Um, And I for one do not approve of somebody showing up at, their partner's job messing with my money because they need, they know they'll be there and they know they'll have an audience and trying to appeal to this, like the heartstrings of the people around them. Those people ain't in my relationship.
0: Don't be doing this in my public space. No, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, So it's basically like doing a reverse flash mob, I guess kind of like when people do those very public pr- proposals mm-hmm. 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 and put women on the spot. And a spot. And a lot of the time, these women aren't in a space where they want to say yes, but they feel pressured to because of the public spectacle that has just been had. And people love them a good flash mob. Um, I
0: mean, and I'm also upset by this because I feel like offset, like you said, who has been known to on multiple occasions, step outside his marriage. And he, like you said, he knew she would be there. I guess for me, I, I could see this being an example for a couple of other people who do not have this sort of audience and stage. Mm -hmm. And let's say it's a dude who, or actually let's flip it because it it isn't necessarily just a gender thing. No. It is a matter of trying to control a situation where you should be allowing the other person space. And it could turn into something very dangerous because let's say Mm -hmm. a woman has Outside of her marriage, but she knows she goes to her man's job, he's going to be there, and she's going to go over there and point fingers at him and be like, yo, you need to take me back, bring flowers, bring a horse and carriage, I don't care, whatever it is. Baby, I love
1: you. Mm -hmm.
0: And it's like, no, let this person heal and deal with whatever they're doing with privately, and don't show up at someone's job, because- it could easily turn into domestic violence is what I'm saying. Or maybe there has been domestic violence. I'm not necessarily saying that with Cardi and with Offset, but just in general, because again, oh, there this, are is examples. Very, this is very dangerous and it's also very disrespectful. If you love me, leave me the F alone. Don't show up at my job. Don't try and start a whole commotion where now you have people who are, let's say, in the audience, on the interwebs, all this, that, and the third who are now given their two cents, like, oh, isn't that adorable that offset this, this, that, and the third? Cardi, you should take him back. Mind your business. And yes, they're in the public eye. So if you feel like sharing your opinion, go on ahead and do that. But the fact is, I don't think anybody in a relationship cares to have the pressures of outward people telling them how they should deal with a very personal issue, which is what has happened here. Um, you had, um, ah, uh, Oh, you had spoken about some about Al Green and some grits, and I had I had never heard of Al Green and grits in the same <laughs> sentence. And how this is—you said this was something that so, is widely
1: popular in the African American culture. As to how well, you deal with I mean, those- I guess within my the circles and with within which I have moved in my years of life, mm-hmm. um, I've heard the the story of you know. If you need to, to control a situation, I guess, all you gotta do is make a pot of hot grits, because that in itself is a weapon. Because <laughs> you throw so hot grits. So this is how to deal, deal with a wayward man. So, hmm. I mean, I would never do such a thing, because that's not like not. a. Solid, tell us more, but tell us more. <laughs> but, you know, if I was in a spot where I needed to defend myself, I feel like hot <laughs> grits. <laughs> If you happen to have some boiling
0: hot grits on the stove,
1: Um, you can use that as a weapon. Yeah, but um, there's also this culture of convincing people they need to do extreme things for love or extreme things to to, to get out of love. And that's because we as a society do not encourage people to, to deal with relationships in a healthy manner.
0: I don't think there's an issue with doing... Well, I guess that's relative to say extreme because for one person, extreme might be, you know, rose petals all over the bed kind of a thing. And if if, let's say, you know, Cardi B and Offset are having their little tiff and she happens to come home and there were petals all over the bed... And, but he's still living in the house, right? It's not like a creepy thing where he's okay. like leaving. Okay, like I had questions. I otherwise, supposed to be in the house. Other, otherwise, if you ain't supposed to be in the house, this is not okay. You're invading my space. But let's say he's still allowed on the, in the house. He just sleep on the couch right now. Okay. And he put like some petals in the bed. Maybe he hires like a masseuse or something so that she can have a spa day. And like, he's going to take the baby that day. So she can just relax for the weekend and deal with herself. For some people that might be an extreme thing. And I don't think, so long as it's, um, he's allowed in the home and they are having open communication, then it's okay. Now she said, leave me the F alone. Get out the house. Threw his shoes out. See, that part might be extreme. Threw his shoes out, bleached all his shit. Wait, then, wait and the exhale and him. burned his car. Mm. Exactly. He threw you all the stuff in
1: it and set it on
0: fire. I- that mean you should not come you should mm -mm, you should not come home at this time but look at that example you just used though like this is in the media like these extreme instances of how we deal with love and what as black women we're even so quote unquote supposed to put up with and then we wind up being portrayed as angry black women if you've never watched waiting to exhale get your life you need to watch this film um but, like, even more, I mean, I keep thinking about, like, Tyler Perry films where pretty much so many of the women are portrayed as victims. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like, okay. And I I know there's an example of hot grits being used as an example in a Medea film. Uh-huh. But it's like... Y'all, it it ain't. We don't have to do these extreme things. If it's if we love each other, we can just communicate using our words.
1: Exactly. And there's not. I mean, I guess maybe the people who are doing that, like I think the example that we've heard of after the fact of people doing that have been Beyonce and Jay Z, where they went to counseling and they talked through whatever. Because we know Jay Z cheated on Beyonce. And then we, the el- we all saw
0: the but we also the elevator scene. We all saw the elevator scene. Did that, we did
1: see that. All of that. But but the action that we saw was not from either of them. No. It was because from they- baby sis, who was like, You ain't gonna treat my girl like this. This is my sister, I'm gonna spit on you. Cause she's not gonna do it. I know she ain't gonna do it, but I'm <laughs> gonna do it. Um, but anyway, everybody needs
0: a salon in their life. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying about
1: that. The thing I appreciate about Beyonce and Jay Z in general is we don't know nothing unless they want us to. So we did get whole albums about their relationships <laughs> separately and then together. But we also now know that they dealt with it in a healthy manner. And I think Michelle Obama was saying the same thing. Uh, were, she talked about she that on Barack the
0: form, which it wasn't because nothing.
1: Barack stepped
0: out of no. marriage. Well, that's not what it is. It was just. This is a part of maintenance, if you will, in a relationship, in a in a long term relationship, in a marriage. You might want to have a third party in the room to help you suss out your your communication with your spouse, and I think that's valid, and I think that's healthy, and that's another reason why I'm so grateful that someone as revered as Michelle Obama is putting it on front street that she and her husband, you know, our former president, went to marriage counseling, and it wasn't because someone stepped out, right? Because that just goes to show that your marriage could be, at least on the outside, looking all sorts of healthy and no one stepped out. But you might still want to have some help. And why the heck not? I think it's healthy. What's
1: not healthy is Offset showing up at Cardi's job. No, because if he's showing up at her job, it means he ain't sleeping on the couch. That means he does not have the access to her that he would like to have. And so he created access by showing up at her job.
0: Presumably, because he might have access to her,
1: but because he wants to be
0: extra and because what we have been, I want to say to an extent, socialized to believe is that you do have to do these grand Mm. public gestures in order to win back your, you know, your beloved. And that's just not okay by me either. And not just because I'm a private person. Like, I don't often talk about my relationship with anyone, but that's just how... Ideal with me, like if I mean maybe if I got a counselor or something, but that's different. Um, to say, even if I was in the public eye, I would certainly pull a Jay Z, Beyonce, because it's like it's none of your business. It's not just at all, not, and I get that's gonna be that could be a challenge and so forth. But it's just like mm, nope. And I'm not saying Cardi did this to herself either, so don't misconstrue what I'm saying because she she is a public figure who has in fact shared you know her child with us has shared. Her relationship with us, that we are to also feel like we have a right to tell her what to do. But that's what people are doing. People are telling her, Oh, you need to take him back. Look at what he's doing. He's making himself vulnerable for you here. At that noise, he's taking control of a situation where he should have had absolutely none. He's trying to overpower you at your own job by making it a spectacle about
1: him. Also, because he had so many opportunities during their relationship to get it together. And he's only now trying to get it together because she's walked away like this. He didn't just cheat on her the one time. Nah. And then she was like, oh, offset, offset, I'm done. Like she gave him chances. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until now where she's like, I don't want to deal with this no more, that he's decided that he needs to change his ways, which I'm, I'm personally finding it very hard to believe that he's going to change his ways because- Once the dog, always the dog. Not even that. It's just when people show you who they are, it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. believe them. Um, is kind of where I'm going with this one. Oh, okay.
0: So uh, on a slight aside, um, a slight tangent. Okay. Do you believe that a person who is cheated would always be a cheater? Then.
1: Um, I don't know. I have no idea.
0: Ah, okay.
1: I don't. I think people can.
0: I think people can change. I think people do change, period, in general, because we certainly are not the same people we were five, five years ago. We right. know we have different information. We have access to different information. We live in different spaces. Our environments are different and so forth. So obviously we respond to the world differently as a result to that. Um, right. And so I do think that people do change over time. And I think that a part of that could be how they respond to another person in a relationship, or even the same person. But in order for that to happen, I think something else has to change. So for Offset, since now I apparently have become a therapist, um, for Offset to change and for him <laughs> to stop doing what he, like, you know, stepping out on Cardi, something about their lives has to change besides him just quitting other women cold turkey. Like, I don't think that's how that works. And so maybe Cardi's trying to, provoke that change by being like peace out dude like i'm going to have to like not be a part of the situation right now or forever like we don't know will they get a divorce who knows um because she's she a Caribbean she's a Caribbean woman yeah. and there are plenty of songs whole albums about how Caribbean women respond to being stepped out on in a relationship and those so- same Caribbean songs have portrayed toxic masculinity as the most amazing thing that has occurred since sliced bread as in it is certainly praised to you know be a womanizer or to yeah. um I don't know like I guess like even to hit your woman like oh this is the appropriate
1: response to and the fact that with... the idea is that they're your property also yes is a, absolutely a very prevalent theme like that a woman can belong to you. And that, Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm.
1: and it, sometimes it feels very uh, one-sided and like that there's a, a double standard that happens where, like, I don't know. I just keep thinking of the idea of if Cardi showed up at Offset's concert and did the exact same thing. I don't know that it would have been received with the same amount of you with know what as much support there's a lot of support for what he did there's a lot of non-support for what he did as well yeah, but there's but way more support than i imagine Cardi I, would get.
0: i could see cardi being seen as pathetic yeah absolutely whereas offset is being seen as perhaps vulnerable and i yeah i definitely agree with that i
1: could well see- there was sorry there was future and uh what's her face uh was it amber rose
0: didn't yeah. don't they
1: have a baby Yeah, Sebastian. Okay. He's a cute Um, guy. He's very smart. And then she dated 21 Savage, I think, for a little bit. Okay. And they broke up, and she said she wanted him back, and he didn't want nothing to do with her. And she was looked at as pathetic because she made herself vulnerable and was very vocal about the fact that she would get back together with him.
0: But vulnerability is often seen as a feminine trait. So for a dude to do it, it's like, oh, he's softening himself. He is making himself vulnerable in order to appeal to his woman. Whereas a woman is just doing what a woman's quote unquote should be doing, which is being a woman and being uh, docile and being submissive and
1: not... I would also like to point Mm. out that the same 21 Savage who would not take Amber Rose back is trying to tell... Cardi that she should take Offset back so I'm not here for that um there are also people who are like oh but they're married you know it's different they're married she should take him back and it's like okay let's talk about marriage for a second I think Mm -hmm. one of the uh understood rules of marriage is that you don't cheat you don't commit
0: adultery I don't I don't know what their vows were because I wasn't there none maybe, of us were maybe they had a
1: maybe there was a caveat that was
0: like I'm gonna stick oh, around are they uh
1: polyamorous because they could be that exactly. you know like we don't we don't know we don't you know they love <laughs> but from the sounds of it that's not <laughs> what the case was nah nah I, don't I mean like with the me. evidence that has been presented before me I don't <laughs> think that's what was in them vows <laughs> 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 so I'm gonna you know I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that he wasn't supposed to be doing all that And that, (laughs) and so, (laughs) I would like to present to you, (laughs) judge, um, (laughs) that Offset does not get the upper hand here just for being vulnerable. He did this to himself. Showing up, he's a grown ass man. He made a decision that led to this. All actions have consequences. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. And these are are his consequences. And now he Mm -hmm. feels like because that is that's. You know how a lot of the culture has been using the word re- culture around those two cracks me up, but that's how <laughs> a lot of the the culture culture with the C mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the C this is the C culture um, <laughs> is is shaped where you're like oh he cheated it's not a big deal you're still supposed to take him back because he's your man and you're married um nah I call B S on that. that
0: that's not go- that's not going to work for everybody
1: um not, no but I did want to say. It's none of our business, honestly, what happens here. But it is also because of the fact that they're making this so public, they have a responsibility to some extent to like, not be doing this. I just I hate that. I don't know. I know not you can't tell what? them. Like having so these poor examples of how to deal with the relationship. Like, it's just it makes me so sad that I know. A lot of people are watching them and 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 holding this as truth and using this as as a an example for how to behave in their own relationships and that
0: especially because there's a lack of critical thinking in our society, I feel so. Right. Yeah. We'll see this as an example and be like, oh, this is what I should be doing. Nah, 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 nah. There are other ways that this could have gone down. There are other ways that you can try and reconcile your relationship. This is not, you know, the end all be all. And for like the younger folks out there, like I imagine like being 14, 15 years old and you see this happening in the media right now as it is and you're you know, and you're in your little puppy love relationship with a dude or whatever or a gal and you're like, oh, so right, I got to show up to her basketball game now and then- like, And then she'll take make- me
1: back. That's all it takes. But yeah. what pisses me off is that maybe the cardi offset thing is innocent maybe that's what she wants whatever and it'll work out but there are instances that we have seen where dudes have shown up to women's jobs or shown up into their homes and murdered them because they wouldn't take them back mm-hmm. and that's why this scares me because not <gasps> what was that movie with Jennifer Lopez where she got swollen and everything enough? And she, had a- she had enough, enough? she had, she had, had enough, enough?
0: <laughs> yes. Jennifer Lopez she she had had enough yeah, he was showing up. He showed up to her house, and <laughs> spoiler alert: he got killed. He got
1: killed. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She had enough. But she had but to do so much to get to the point where she was strong enough seriously. to kill that man. <laughs> and there was a child involved.
0: I mean, there's also a child involved here. But yeah. yeah, like that is an instance that you know was
1: available. That's an example, and that's also an example of an unhealthy way of <sighs> of, of existing where she had to be strong enough to kill him because there weren't enough tools and resources in place for her mm-hmm. to deal with this abusive relationship Which and is this so not rare.
0: Yeah, it's so real. That is this so happens real. there are instances women
1: domestic mm-hmm. violence and it doesn't just happen to women. I understand that. Um it it goes both ways, but but more often than not, yes, it, it, but more that, often than not. That, that is how that occurs. So, yeah, I don't know. I just think that we really need to think about How, you know, representation of relationships and what is healthy and what is not. And especially for, you know, people of color, like, white folks don't expect anything more out of us than what they're seeing with this, this, this cardio offset thing. So when you hear stories like Michelle Obama and and Barack marriage counseling, what is, you know, like, we automatically assume what what went wrong, you know? And for me, I'm like, goals. That right there, I can warrant
0: saying goals because that... To me, at least from what we see, seems
1: like a very healthy relationship. And mature enough to get to the point where you can be like, we might need to work on some things. Let's. And
0: I did think it was funny because she was, she seemed pretty forthright when she was saying, um, You know, so we go to the counselor and here I am expecting the counselor to agree with me because that's what happens when you go to a marriage counselor. Apparently one person's like, we're going to get a marriage counselor. And she thought that everything she said was going to be backed up by the marriage counselor. Like, right, Barack, right. This is what you need to be doing. But that's that's not exactly how it's down because it's two sides. It's two sides. Um,
1: But yeah, Uh and that's why you need that third party because we always <laughs> don't think we're right, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, you need somebody mm-hmm. with a more objective perspective to help you sort through some other options, some other yes. possibilities. What about um, option C? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I just, I guess, I hope people will feel encouraged to think more critically about relationships and to think about what examples they're following for their own relationships and mm-hmm. to take these public displays of whatever the mess this is as just that it's entertainment Um, because at the end of the day, it's not really any of our business. And if Cardi decides to take him back, that is her choice. And if Cardi decides not to take him back, that is her choice. And I just hope that they resolve this in a very amicable, a- amicable manner. I and hope even that- if this
0: was all a setup, like if all of this was in fact just a performance for us, The fact is that they're still perpetuating this foolishness that they know they have millions and potentially billions of eyes on them that are just going to follow this as an example. And so I guess more importantly, see, I ain't nobody's mama, but it is something that I have considered is whatever I, I accept, actually I'll use my own mom in this example my mother and father separated that I know of twice by the time I turned six years old. And by the time I turned sixteen, that was it. But what I do know and what I grew to learn as an adult was because he stepped out of the relationship. Presumably they tried to make it right. That did not work out. And so it was peace out. And so it was just me and my mom. It wasn't um, And it was because that's what she said. No, you can't. This is not going to work out for our family if you can't. If you're going to bring other people into the family. Yeah, work. we didn't agree to this. It's, yeah, that, that that's not that's not what we had set up. And so for me, that set the example as a woman that I'm, I am not. I'm trying to be careful with the words I use because obviously this is how I feel. And this might not be the same way someone else sees it. But the way I see it is I'm not going to. I'm going to value myself enough to not allow for another person to mistreat me in a relationship. That is essentially the moral of the story for me. And mistreatment looks different for some people. Sometimes that's emotional. Sometimes it could be a physical abuse thing, which thankfully, in at least my parents' case, that wasn't the case. It could be someone stepping outside of the relationship, which that certainly was the case. Um... And I know that's not something that I would put up with, nor that I have to put up with. Cause for some people they're like, well, if I don't stay with this person then who's going to love me or who's going to deal with me and all these kids or this kid and so forth and so on. And it's like, there are always other options. Those options aren't necessarily going to be easy, but most things in life aren't. And whoever told you that life is going to be easy lied to you. Um,
1: So yeah, good luck folks. Stay healthy, (laughs) get therapy, do what you got to do. But yeah, use your brains. <clears throat> not not just your eyes and your, and your Twitter feeds. Use your brains. <laughs> Whew, all right. Um moving forward. Politics. Politics. Politics.
0: politics. politics.
1: politics.
0: Um politics. So I have
1: two things in 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 45 news. Okay. And we don't have to discuss them much cuz I know we have been talking for a while already. Um, but I would like everyone to know that there is now a GoFundMe for the wall <laughs> and they've already raised $5 million. And I think- In what period of time? Um, That's a great question. And does it show you how many people have donated? Like is that, a, or is that like private? Okay, while I find that, I also want to mention that um, 45 has decided to, it sounds like cold turkey pull out of Syria. And that's what I read. Putin, thinks Vladimir. He, <laughs> mm-hmm. he thinks this is the correct choice. Those are his words. So this is the correct thing to do. Mm. Take, take that how you want to. So, the, oh my God. So in the past hour, this has gone up about $600,000. So, so they now were at like 5.5 million? 5,845,363. Last time I looked, it was like five to something. Um, and the goal is $1 billion, because I guess how that's many, how much the wall will cost. And how many people? 96,156 people. So on average, each person
0: has donated $57 towards
1: the wall. Well, John Allen just donated $500 just now. So Look, he is
0: above average, this John Allen. And by above yes. average, I just mean by his dollar amount, not his intellect. All righty then.
1: Mm-hmm a mess.
0: righty. So, uh, there's this organization called Black Pack. which if you're not familiar with PACs, that's a, it's a political action committee. Um, and often they have a particular, um, I don't want to say angle. That's sort of, that doesn't sound positive, but Mission they have a particular statement. issue. They have a particular issue that, you know, concerns them. I was a part of, um, a pack back in New York that had to do with transportation and street safety, and so this one is called Black Pack. Guess what they care about? So that said, um, they have polled, you know, the folks that are part of Black Pack and beyond, and what it is that has mattered to those folks in the battleground states, and so because Black voters surged to the polls in 2018, in comparison to those that showed up to the polls in 2014. And Black voters highlighted the following as what mattered to them most. And that included the economy, voting rights, division and racism, hate crimes, government corruption. Um, Those were their top concerns. And that distinguished them from white voters, because all groups felt, you know, healthcare, social security, Medicare, and the economy were major issues, but specifically the people that identified as black voters felt very strongly about those aforementioned, um, aforementioned issues I mentioned, mentioned, okay. mentioned, mentioned, mentioned. So yeah, I just thought that was, I mean, I won't say there's anything surprising there. Um, at least not for me, but I am looking forward to seeing, you know, what the next I think it's 2020 is the next um I guess it will be the next mm, midterm. Cuz yeah, it's every is every 2 years considered a midterm election? Is that how that works?
1: Um yeah. So, yeah, like I point of that is to see. Well, 2020 is the, a major election. So, midterm is between the presidential election. Oh yeah, it? so no.
0: So it would be 2022 would be next midterm. So the next big is 2020 and that's when we vote as to whether or not 45, continues on in his position with his job, as I'll say it. Um, Because he's not my president. Um, I mean, he is. But y'all know what I mean. Um, Or or not. So I look forward to seeing how these issues continue to work themselves moving forward and what the voters look like in the 2020 election. Because shit got real, y'all. All All right. Um, I think I'm ready to thank the like Jesus for some things. Do it. First of all, I feel like this is the third time we don't thank Black Jesus for Idris Elba, but never is it enough. Never is it enough.
1: Um, I mean, he's been consistent,
0: <laughs> right? Like I can't be until he gives me a reason. I will continue to thank Black Jesus for uh, Idris Elba. This time, the reason why I'm thanking Black uh, Black Jesus, yeah, Black Jesus, is because um, a lot of folks, particularly men, have felt a certain kind of way, dare I say uh, oppressed by the Me Too and the Time's Up groups and you know the resulting uh, atmosphere that it has created. Mm-hmm. And so Idris, he told Sunday Times that it's only difficult to be a man in Hollywood if, quote, you're a man with something to hide, end quote. That's it. Drop the mic. I just thought that was wonderful. Because that ass, if you have nothing to hide, just... Live in your truth, be honest and be respectful. Like I don't see what the issue is there. But folks are like, oh, I need to apologize for every little thing that I do. Oh, there's this drummer who used to be famous. I forget who you, he was married to Carmen Electra. And the reason I know this is because he was on MTV with her. They used to have a reality show like maybe 10 years ago. His name was like David something. He is a very beautiful man. Um, and I do believe he's a man of color. But anyway, the point is on his Instagram profile, he has written I apologize for anything that I do that might be considered offensive 10 years from now. And it's like, really, really? You're, you're apologizing in advance because you might be a dickhead. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Moving
1: I don't know how on. I feel about it. It's bull. It, it's like, it's not hard to not be a terrible person. It really just isn't. And I don't like all these, it, all these dudes pretending to be victims. All these people pretending to be victims. You're not a victim. You're an asshole and you're choosing to be one. So shut up and just stop being ridiculous. I'm sorry. If you are
0: ridiculous now, and let's say there is, because I don't doubt that there is something that I currently do in my life that might be considered oppressive. Actually, I do doubt this, but there might be something that I do in my life that might be considered oppressive to certain populations, Um, like actual populations that are truly being oppressed, not just an individual. Because like I said, there was certainly a time, at least when I was 14, 15 years old, where it was socially acceptable for you to use terms like gay and so forth as derogatory terms. And my little 14 impressionable self did in fact say things like that. And now I know better, so I do better. Um, and if that were to be the case five years from now, 10 years from now, where they were like, Laura, the way you talk about, yeah, see, I'm coming, it's difficult for me to come up with something, is oppressive. You own it. Own your shit. And then, you know, take responsibility for it. And anytime you have a chance to do better, you do better. Going to continue to thank Black Jesus. There is a uh, person, Alonzo Arnold, who identifies as an asexual male. And what I love about this, as often I bring, I feel like I bring up these gender issues, is that, oh, and by the way, Alonzo Arnold is a Makeup artists like to for the gods can slay a weave like nobody's business, blending the shit out of the lace. You don't even see the lace. Um, and the the makeup is just mind you. I don't wear lick of makeup. The most makeup I wear is chapstick. Um, but the point is, the person Alonzo has come out as an asexual male, which is not a very popular term, if you will, in, even in this day and age. Asexuality is for some would consider an oxymoron. My understanding of it is you're a person who does not care to be with a mate. That is my very um, limited understanding of what asexuality is in today's day and age. And I think that's perfectly fine. Um, And even if I didn't, it's not my business. Like a person can do what a person wants to do so long as they're not harming anyone. The fact that this person is black and is saying this, again, just makes my heart so big and happy because it's not something that we talk about in black communities as far as being gender benders, if you will, because there are very specific gender roles in our community like we spoke about earlier with toxic masculinity and so forth and how it is praised in a lot of our Caribbean cultures to be anti-gay, to be pro woman beaten and so forth and making your, and saying your woman is your property and so forth. And so, is that exclusive to Caribbean cultures, though? I can only speak from my experience. I don't believe it would be exclusive to any particular culture, but I know that it is very prevalent in Caribbean cultures. And machismo, even, is very prevalent in Caribbean and Latino cultures. But I don't, I can't say, I don't know what they're doing in Holland. I'll put it that way. I don't know what they're doing in India. Um, You know, like, I don't, I don't know what they do over there. I just know what they do in, in the parts of the world that I occupy and reside in. But do you know of i mean obviously patriarchal societies are dominant in the world uh most of them are not matriarchal societies and when we do hear about those it is something to be to talk about i I, i'm gonna classify it similarly to if we find black societies that have colonized white societies we need to talk about them not that we're necessarily praising them but it's just—I just, I just so, don't know if it's happened. It's just like, has that happened before? Right. Carry lastly, on. I'm sorry. <laughs> lastly, I want to thank Black Jesus for natural tampons. Hear me out. See, I don't use tampons, but to each his own. I'm not here for them. I I was at one point, but I stopped using them because of all the chemicals and the bleaching. And recently you told me about uh, tampons unraveling in people's bodies. Like, see, I'm not here for items floating around in my body parts. I don't, exactly.
1: blocked it.
0: there's a company called The Honey Pot, which is black female owned and available at Target and also um, Amazon. And they have just come out with their tampons. They already had sanitary napkins or pads, whatever you want to call them. And they had like feminine washes and wipes. But now they have tampons. And I'm so excited for this because Black-owned, making uh, feminine products, Black-female-owned at that, and just recently uh, released tampons. So if you are a tampon user and you want to make sure that it's natural, doesn't have any chemicals, it won't unravel in your body. Um, then consider the honeypot available at Target and on Amazon because Prime saves the day. That is all I have to thank Black Jesus for at this time.
1: Okay, cool. Um, I guess that brings us to fix it. Black Jesus. Okay,
0: I have two things for Black Jesus to fix. At least that I'll bring to his attention at this time. Um, one of them will be an ENT who works in Virginia, who is a neo-Nazi, who, foolishly, because guys, if you said it on the internet, it can be found, you freaking fool. He said he wished slavery still existed. See, now the problem with this is twofold. First of all, he's a neo-Nazi, so obviously that's a problem for me, right? Second of all, I can't have someone who is a neo-Nazi, who has expressly said he wished slavery still existed, show up at my house to take me to the hospital, because is this fool actually going to get me to the hospital on time, or is he going to wish I died? So there is an investigation that has opened up around him and whether or not his personal beliefs interfere with his job's performance for obvious reasons. Um, And thankfully, it was actually someone on the internet that was like, hold up this guy looks familiar. I know where he works at. And then snitch to the guy's job. See, that's when snitching is praised. Um, Secondly, Prada, this is the second um, fashion designer. First, it was Gucci in China. And now it is Prada in the United States, who created these figurines that are very reminiscent. Like there's there's nobody I feel in this day and age that is at least that has at least learned about black history and black entertainment that would have seen these items and not have immediately thought, wait a minute, that's racist. What they created were these figures that were Sambo-like, which, if you're not familiar with the term, um, think of white people doing blackface. Mm. Wearing red lips, Mm -hmm. what was that movie Spike Lee did? Um, where he was bamboozled like all of those caricatures, if you will. Um, those are what Prada was attempting to sell to people, and the internet was not having it. And so, since then, Prada has pulled this product line. But you can't tell me that no one, no one thought, Wait a minute, guys. This doesn't look good. And so-
1: Oh my that God, G. Just... <laughs> no, carry on, carry on. He's just saying hi to the neighbors. He's a weekly guest on Fix It Black Jesus. <laughs>
0: um, that just goes to show one, they either don't care about how, black, how they appear to whether or not they care about black people. Secondly, they're just showing their face or they're showing their ass rather. Like they're like, we don't care. We have created this. We know we're probably gonna get a lot of backlash and whomever it is that they wish to have support them will continue to support them.
1: I don't know. I feel like at this point, a lot of companies are doing stuff like this just for the attention. Yeah. They know exactly what's going to happen and it's good for them because it puts them in the forefront, even if it's for no reason.
0: But it puts them in, I feel like if, let's say I'm a neo-Nazi, right? And I buy Prada. But I didn't know whether or not Prada aligned with my racist views, right? Now I know that they do. And I will continue to support Prada. There that's what go. I'm like, that's 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 the message I would get as a neo-Nazi, if you will. I mean, I am not one. Um, but that's that's how I feel. How I would feel if I were one.
1: Do yeah. you have anything
0: to ask Black Jesus to fix this week?
1: Um, so So, there was a man and he went to the bank in Cleveland. This all sounds good so far. His name was Paul McCowns. And he went to Huntington Bank Branch in Brooklyn, Ohio. I guess that must be like a suburb of Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And he tried to cash his paycheck. Okay. So far, this all sounds quite normal. They called the police. But why? Because his paycheck was too damn high for him
0: no they did this to a black woman that was an architect and showed up at the bank okay I'm sorry Laura though I need you to guess how much this check was for though alright if you're saying it was too much alright if I alright again let me put on my racist hat and what I expect for black people to be allowed to make I'm gonna say his two week paycheck if it's too
1: much I'm gonna say it was $4,000 <laughs> <laughs> you wish girl $1,082. They called the police on this man because he Wait, had a what? paycheck for $1,082. Wait
0: a minute now. So what we're saying is, because le- now I got to break out the maths. We're going to do the mathematics. Um, Quick math. We're saying that if a person makes, and we're going to say this is over two weeks, Um, roughly $16 an hour. And shows up to you with their two-week paycheck. I'm gonna assume this was for two weeks again. Um, and he makes $16 an hour. H- his salary is too damn high, and so it must have been fake or stolen. A mess, right? Wow. wow, wow, wow. Wait, so what? Like, how does how does that work out? You go to the bank, you have your check. I am. I so imagine the, root, you have the idea. has an
1: outline here, a play-by-play. So I'm just okay, gonna read. You. You. I'm gonna read the 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 bold Please play-by-play. Do. Number one, stare at computer screen. This is what the teller did. <laughs> and number two, call another white person to stare at the computer screen. Mm-hmm. Number three, they made a phone call. They tried to call his employer to verify the check, right. but, nobody, but nobody answered, right? Okay. Then they oh, went in the back and told him to wait. Um, and they were in the back calling 911. I'm
0: sorry so if i show up with an ID with my face on well, no yeah my ID my face on it it matches the name on the check mm-hmm. that's not good enough in this day and age like
1: not if you black at, it that was bag, only, at
0: it, Huntington it was, Bank in Brooklyn Ohio it wasn't even it was a thousand dollars come on son that ain't
1: even that many coins for a whole paycheck it really
0: ain't like I I really hope someone else saw this and was like, let me find out what this brother does for a living. And let me see if I can help him level up because really your check was not high enough. Cause that's where I, that's what I see. That's what I see. If he wants, I, I wish I could, I'm so angry. Cause what I want is for him to have to go back to that bank and have an even fatter check and be like,
1: what, what? Well, I- it wasn't for two weeks. It was for three weeks.
0: See, like, let, my, let my, he's just out here trying to survive. And maybe this is actually a side hustle. I don't know. I don't know this man's life. The point is, what I do know about his life is that he's. You don't be calling family. police on people for thousand dollars. It's not. Nah. like it's. You don't I, need to be normally, calling police on people for nothing. Not like that. Admittedly, if it would have been a check for anybody, like maybe you're new to the bank, perhaps, or we, this is outside of your regular your norm, and you came through with a check for forty five thousand dollars, I might be like, hold up, you normally come here with checks for fifty dollars. And today your check is forty five thousand dollars. I got questions. I have, but you know what? This is why there are systems in place. When you but vote, is it their job hey, to do that? Yeah, when right. When you go to the bank, you they deposit the check. There's this whole waiting period, isn't there? You don't immediately get the money unless it's from the same exact bank that issued it.
1: Like, I don't oh, know. I don't know how oh, it works, but oh, I know that's fine. not how it's supposed to work. Nah, but This reminds nah. me of this time that I, I had a speaking engagement you? in uh-huh. maybe it was New York, New York City. And I went to Banana Republic. Mm-hmm. And is this for I, your wedding shoes? No. Okay. This was post wedding shoes. This was this okay. year. This was 2018. Okay. I went to Banana Republic because I wanted a black just jumper, just a plain something that didn't look like I was homeless. But whatever. When you say jumper, do you mean sweater or overalls? I mean like a pantsuit, but the whole thing is connected to each other. Okay. Uh
0: Okay. Uh-huh. okay.
1: Yeah, what are they called, rompers, but with like long legs. Okay, okay. Okay, so I found one, it was cute, it was in their little petite section, whatever. I went to the cash register and she looks up at me and she goes, oh, this one's not on sale. Okay. Wait, wait a minute. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, no other words were exchanged. She looked at me and said, this one's not on sale. Did you proceed to slap her? <laughs> no, but I did not buy that thing. I proceeded to leave. I hope you gave her like fire I, in your eyes. I didn't have, probably. My face probably could have used some deliverance. And I probably stared at her for a couple seconds before I was just like, never mind. But how wow. dare she? I didn't ask wow. you if it was on sale. I knew that one wasn't on sale because I was did looking that. at multiple jumpers and the and other one was, was on your sale. <laughs> and this is the one that fit me well and looked good on me, and I was doing it for a professional thing, and I was going spin Banana Republic though. Like this stuff ain't that yeah, It's not designer.
0: Like it's not <laughs> like he was about to break out. I'm not going to pretend like it's
1: not more than I would prefer to pay for clothes because I sure, don't care about fashion like that. We don't but like to pay not... for retail or pay retail. But right, it but it wasn't. It wasn't Prada. Okay, I wasn't shopping. <laughs> I wasn't chopping at Louis Baton or whoever Mm -hmm. be charging all them dollars for simple ass things. Mm -hmm. I was at Banana Republic, okay. Trying to to avoid avoid Gap Inc. What? What? Trying to avoid H and M, of course. Yeah, trying to avoid H and M. Like don't like. I can't be running out of options, y'all. But she looked at me. This one's not well. They did that that. They did that to Oprah.
0: In it was either Italy or France. She was there with Gail and I forgot the the gal, the child that she was with. And she was going to buy this girl. I want to say she was a teenager or a young adult. She was going to buy her like her first designer purse. And so they went to, I don't remember which one it was. I want to say it was like Louis Vuitton. Oprah goes in, Gail and the gal. And it's like, oh, okay. The girl picks out the purse that she likes. And Oprah's like, okay, I would like to purchase this one. And they say the same thing. Oh, this one's not. This one, like, they either said this one's not on sale or it costs a lot of money. Like, something to that effect. And Oprah's like, okay, I still want to buy the purse. And the person just seemed so confused. And apparently, whoever the hell these people were didn't even know who Oprah was, obviously. But I feel like that goes to allow them, right? (laughs) But, like, that goes to show how they truly were showing their ass. Because it wasn't, like, because obviously they... They might have treated her differently if they knew that, oh, it's Oprah. And they shouldn't, That shouldn't be the case. But they should, exactly. So, um, long story short, the owner of the company or like one of their people wound up calling Oprah later on in the day and blah, 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 blah. And Oprah wound up getting the purse. But she was like, I had to do this whole song and dance. And like, she tried to say it, I guess, as humbly, but not as humbly as possible. It's like, and I'm Oprah. So just to go to, just goes to show you. It don't matter.
1: Who you are? Black is I bet is you that black. purse cost a whole lot more than my little jumper. I think it was like a hundred dollars or one hundred twenty-five dollars. It was not that expensive, Laura. I'm sure the purse co- cost more than that. I'm positive. But, and and um,
0: there was another example of this. I'll show this. I'll, I'll talk about it later. But it was um, what is his name? The founder of FUBU, uh, Damon Dash Young. No, Dash is the Rockefeller dude. Oh. Um, <laughs> yep. mm. um, but he had gone in disguise. Damn. That sounds right. He's on shark tank. Um, founder of FUBU from Queens. He had put on a disguise, put on like, um, a hat that had like dreadlocks atti- attached to it and had like a wool coat on, went into a, a store that sold suits for men and just started perusing, you know, nothing unusual. And clearly, this was a social experiment because mm-hmm. he disguised himself. Also, partly because I think he didn't want his face to be as identifiable as it might have been in another atmosphere. Perhaps because this man is a, a multi-millionaire, like
1: nine-figure. Yes, he, he, he has he's, money.
0: He's he's doing the damn thing. Um, and so a person that worked there went up to him and was like, "Excuse me, sir, you are making." People uncomfortable. I'm sorry. How would you would you leave? And there's another black man who isn't a part of the story. He's just uh, happens to be in the store too, shopping presumably. And he overhears the white employee tell Damon in disguise that he is making people uncomfortable. We don't see Damon respond. What we do hear is the employee again say. I'm going to ask you to leave because the way you, I want to be specific. I I don't think he said the way you look, but I do, he he might've, he had to said the way you look and the way you're dressed is making people uncomfortable. And so the other black dude comes by and is like, excuse me, I recognize that this is not my business, but when I see someone talking to someone else in such a way for no apparent reason, it makes me uncomfortable. And I need to speak up and say something. It is not okay for you to, like, what's wrong with this man? And, you know, he's signaling towards Damon John. And the guy's like, this isn't your business. This isn't your business. Blah, 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 blah. I didn't see the whole thing. It was just a minute clip. Um, So I don't know how it ends. But the point of the matter is, and maybe this is something that we can discuss in the future, is how we as Black people live in our day-to-day and the things we do to make the white people around us comfortable so that they don't think oh this person is a thief or this person is in here you know they're up to no good because i think i giving you that example whenever i go into a store if i have a bag in my hand i'm trying like close it or zip it or seal it and then put it on my shoulder or in a way that it makes it look difficult for me to access it so that they know i can't easily steal something i do this without question without even like doing it consciously every single time I enter a store because I don't want the white people to think I'm going to steal their shit. Like that is, that is just how I live my life. I shouldn't have to do that. And I'm sure my white friends would be like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Or they might've never even noticed, but this is the life that I live. If I have to open my backpack for some reason, cause my wallet is in it. I make sure to go ben- like in view of a camera or in front of customer service to do it. Because I don't need you to think that I'm gonna put this potato in my backpack before paying for it. A like mess.
1: this is the life.
0: But anyhow, that was quite the tangent.
1: Yeah. All right. Um. Do you want to pick one black person to root for? Easiest and... person to always root for is Serena Williams. Okay. Who, she
0: launched a clothing line back in the summer. Um, and I think it's just called S for Serena. Yeah. Um, and that's dope. But when she released it, I think she only was selling small, medium, and large. And, you know, the people were like, hold up. What's good with that? Because, you know people come in much more than just small, medium, and large. And you're also a woman with access. So it's one thing if like you're a small timer that's trying to release a clothing line. And so you just do the basics, you know, to get your money up, your capital up. No, you're Serena Williams, do better. And people called her out on it. And she's like, you know what, you guys are absolutely right. And I want to make sure that when I do bring in my inclusive sizing, that it is people in that size that are actually modeling the clothes. So she has since expanded the line. So now it includes extra small up to three X. I don't know if there is, there are plans to expand it even further. um, But this is an example of, you know, someone being called out. They know better. They do better. And shout out to you, Serena Williams, for making your clothing line inclusive because everybody's body ain't the same. We ain't all stacked up
1: like you, Serena. No. That is all I got to say about that. We are not. Um, because you mentioned Serena, <laughs> I would like to give a shout out to my girl, Kwee Kwe, Quay, who is wow. Serena's baby's baby doll. And In case has, y'all
0: don't know this, Aisha is Serena's <laughs> biggest fan. Biggest
1: fan. Please continue. I don't know. There might be some bigger fans, but nah. I'm a big fan. I'm definitely mm-hmm. a big fan. Mm-hmm. And But Kwee Kwe Quay has merch now, so you can support Serena's baby's baby doll.
0: Wait, I thought that's what you had said? Yes. So not
1: even Serena's baby. No. Serena's baby's baby doll. Yes. Olympia's doll, Quay Quay has her own Instagram, and now she has merch. And if you don't follow Kwe on Instagram, it is worth a follow. It is very entertaining.
0: I have no words. All right. Okay.
1: All, All right. <laughs> uh, so I think that'll do it for this episode of Mix It Black Jesus. Um, go get that Quay merch. Um. <laughs>
0: Not sponsored.
1: I <laughs> not at all sponsored. I just, you know, root for everybody black. Quakeway Kui is a black clean. baby doll, so it oh <laughs> count, right? Um oh, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us on the social medias at your face. Are- at- what? My face said mm-hmm. what? Your face said what? you wanted to say something.
0: Oh, no, I was just going to say, we're Fix Black Jesus on all the things, but you can always just go on the website, fixitblackjesus.com. And,
1: yeah, that, 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 us, you know, that was it. That, that was what I was going to say. Um, nice. And remember <laughs> to f- review and subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play. I think those are all the places we are at right now. Um, mm-hmm. But if you just have a podcast app, it usually comes up. And remember again, review and subscribe. Very important. Review and subscribe or subscribe and review whatever order you would like to do that in. <laughs> or please do both of these things. You have uh, choices? I think that's it. Anything else, Laura? I mean, Laura, I'm working on it.
0: <clears throat> oh, on a side note, do you know who else calls me Laura that I only just realized? Who's this? This may sound ridiculous, but my significant other. And I say that this might sound ridiculous because people are like, well, obviously you see each other every single day. But we don't call each other by our like our God-given names. You know, we have pet names for each other. But when we do call each other by our God-given names, he was like, Laura. And I was like, <laughs> okay, sir. Okay. I'm like, did you listen to the podcast? He's like, not recently. And I was like,
1: thank Aww. you
0: for loving me for me. So anyway. I am a Laura Sonifer.
1: I'm Aisha <laughs> McGowan, and this was Fix It Black Jesus. Bye. Please fix it, Black Jesus.
0: <clears throat> it is 11.53.
1: <sighs>
0: Doopity dee. So what are we going to do?